Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and talk about streaming services, TV shows, and movies. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Who are no, you? No, 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 no. It's, this show is recorded live every Friday, most Fridays at 11 a.m. on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. And if you don't have time for that, that's totally fine. You can watch it on YouTube, Rooster Teeth. And um, also, if you don't like watching us you can also listen to us on all your favorite mp3 services if you want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support at the bronze tier mm -hmm. or silver tier and watch it bronze Godfrey. tier you get to submit questions like many best friends often do my name is kevin coelho and to my immediate right nick scarpino is this the a man. show where we do the haikus god damn it this is the haiku show right nick scarpino <laughs> the man with the three-fingered review hi kevin how are you Good. Nick. Yes. You watch anything good this week? Um, Discovery. Yes. I Thank you, Kevin. I, I th Hey, good job, Kev. I have been watching season two of Star Trek Discovery, mm -hmm. and it is fucking great. Great show. If you're not watching it, you go to yourself, hey, I don't want to watch a Star Trek show. I've had enough Star Trek. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> anything else? Just Star Trek? Uh, no, mostly just Star Trek. Okay. Uh, How we, far did you get? I tried to watch Bumblebee. On the fucking flight sure. to Kansas City, yeah. Missouri, but United hates me. They do. So here's what I'm planning to watch this weekend: Bumblebee and Aquaman. If they're on wow. the flights, I haven't seen the either of those movies. To end them all. Boom, boom. Which one do I start with? That's right, Aquaman, because I feel like it's, it's going to be not as good as Bumblebee. I, I think you're going to like it. I enjoy the shit out of it. I don't think I've, been, I don't think I've seen anything mm -hmm. else. I think this this week has been a little rambunctious. Yeah, we're recording a scotch early. Usually Thursday nights are my time to just sit back and watch all the documentaries, just all of them. And to your right, my left, Tim, the verified Tim Tim Gettys. Hey, let Tim host. Um, I documentaries. This is all kind of blending. I think mm -hmm. I talked about Free Solo last week. Yes, yeah, you did. Yes, based you on next recommendation, then also based on his recommendation, I watched Too Funny to Fail. Oh, what'd you think? Uh, it was fantastic. The Dana Carvey Show documentary, very funny. Okay, I think I talked about it on the pocket. It's, it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's all, it's all blur. It's all blur. Um, but we tried. I, I started watching Wayne's World, and uh, Gia was not having it. What? It, it hit really? A point, hit a point where she's just like. Let's just watch the documentary. I was just like, all right, fair. We went over, and that was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, then what I watched last night, what just came out last night, was Kevin Hart's new stand-up special, special yeah. on, on Netflix. What's in the box or whatever the hell it's called? He's in a giant box. It's not called What's in the Box, but he is in, in a giant box. I have it here somewhere. How was that for you? Um, irresponsible you know is irresponsible. what it's called. It, it is what you expect it to be. Kevin Hart is a funny guy. Everything he does is funny. He looks funny. He moves yeah. funny. He has yeah. a funny face. Funny voice. So it's like all Kevin that Hart. stuff. It's funny, right? Kevin Hart. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's the same problem I had last week with, uh, with Schumer's. Amy Schumer's yeah. where you're just kind of like, you're just famous. And it's like, you know, you're, you're there and you're entertaining. But like, yep. you know, there's a lot of really funny specials like... The Tennessee Kid. Uh, yep. Nate Bargatze's. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did watch that. That but, uh, was uh, I watched I, on the plane. Before we talk about that, I want to give a shout out, though, to Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. Shot in the O2 Arena in, in London. Oh. Um, it's where he, John Ace plays uh, Wimbledon. Sometimes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. They decided to do it wrestling style, where there's just a square it's in the, round, in the right? middle yeah. of the whole thing with everyone around him. So mm. every shot, you see like was he moving around? thousands of people. Yeah, a lot. Oh, it's really it's cool. Kevin Hart. It starts off in Kevin this giant Hart. video wall cube. It's just a cube with video walls on each side. Does the cube go up? The cube goes up. Oh, I like that. As a lot. he's there, this video wall all it's just fucking it is so extra, so unnecessary. That's what I'm talking about. But it's great. It like that that's type of stuff's about. great. But it totally is. We were talking about this recently. It's like not the best 
venue for stand-up comedy. No, you, know, you lose Giant a lot arenas. of the, yeah. 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 You lose they a lot tend of the, to not like, be that great. One for ones, right? Yeah, but it was it was fun. I, I ended up watching the whole thing. Didn't think I was gonna. Oh, um, but how much of that was just laziness? Probably. You literally lot. just like ah, oh, the controllers are ah, fuck it. Like, yeah, there's nothing you, that is a problem. You're like, I'm already committed to this, and it's maybe seventy percent of what I want it to be. But then I got to look for something else to watch, and who knows how long that could take. I could end up blading through Netflix forever. Blading through. I've always liked the term. Blading. All right. The shows I watched quite a bit this week. I also watched Nate. What's his last name? I want to say Bargazzi is his last name. Nate Bargazzi's Nate Bar- The Tennessee Kid. Yeah. And I was I watched this during the flight, uh, us coming back from Kansas City. I was in hysterics the entire time. I was so self-conscious about looking like a psychopath because I knew I was. Oh, you got to let that yeah. go. did, though. Yeah, you got to yeah. let that go. And if Andy's next to you, just embarrass him with it. It was so much fun. I also watched Star Trek Discovery Season 2. I've watched everything that's out, which I believe is 11 episodes. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Towards the end of the season, it's going to territory where I'm not super happy with it, but we'll Those see. Have boldly never gone before. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. they are boldly going where no yeah. one's ever gone before. Yeah. Well, um, I just I just wanted to give a shout out to Discovery because every yeah. episode no, looks like better than the 2009 yeah. movie. Like oh, 100%. everything looks it's, it's so just well shot. so really? I was done. upset. Yes. I was upset that I was it's watching so cool. it on my phone and not like my dude. TV. I, yeah, I was watching it on my TV last night and I'm like, this yeah. fucking show is just one of the best looking sci-fi shows they ever. They did a really good job. And that was one of the things that when um Greg Miller went to the the like uh, premiere of this season two, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that the producers were talking to him about. We're like, we really focused on the cinematics of this season. Yeah. And like, yeah, it looks really like, good. Like action wise, no. Yeah. Like action wise, the two thousand nine, the movie, the JJ Abrams movie just blows it out of the fucking water because yeah. there's there's so many great set pieces. But just sitting on the bridge Stunning, yeah. and that's what I love about this is it's not necessarily about the action. It is going back to Star Trek's roots, and it's about like it's about just moral choices and 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 deep science and like and creating this world of like intrigue yeah. and fun and like it's just very well done. I'm uh, I think there's t- maybe two or three more episodes left. I could be wrong about that, but like I'm I'm thinking about rewatching it all and seeing if Paula. How many episodes is season one? Great question, Tim. I'll find that out for you right 14. now. Okay, could be okay. twelve. You should yeah, watch it. I though. feel like I, this could be something I convinced Gia to do. Yeah. Gia, I mean, Gia might like it. Uh, I don't season know if Gia like it though. It says. Is it twenty episodes? Twenty. Uh, that's the number of episodes that are out currently. Mm. Uh, so eleven minus no, that can't be. I don't right. think it was more than twelve. Season one, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Cool. Yeah. It looks like. Uh, but do, honestly, it's a lot of fun. I highly well, recommend why it. Do, when I Google this, it starts at the last episode. It goes all the way down to the first. That's dumb. I uh, I also watched Arrested Development season five, uh, part B. B. Uh, it was really just awful. They got to stop awful. making them. Yeah, there was a story in here that I almost put in here where it's like during uh, this convention that happened, CineCon, I want to say. Sure. CinemaCon. CinemaCon, that's it. The, they were like in the producers were interviewed and they were saying, oh, the actors all want to do more, but like we'll see if Netflix wants to do more. I hope they don't do more because they keep hurting the like legacy, legacy, the yeah, beautiful the big, legacy that um, Arrest Development seasons one through three have. Yeah, the big problem with the the newer ones, right, is that they couldn't get the whole cast all at the same time, so they had to like kind of piece it together. Yeah. That was the issue, right? That was the issue with four. And I think that five, they've got more of them together, but it just doesn't. It's hard to believe like, they, that Jason Bateman's that hard to nail down and Jeffrey Tambor. Ozark. Get them all in there. Ozark's oh, good. that's Have right. You he seen is doing Ozark. Ozark. Uh, 
from the side. That shit is dark. She's been watching the whole show. Ozark is, is it's amazing. Up. It's super fucked up, but it is amazing. And the last thing I watched was Twilight Zone, the first two episodes that mm. came out. And mm. uh, fun fact, right now, Joey tells me that the first episode is on YouTube. YouTube yeah. I couldn't find it, but I also didn't look that hard. Yeah, I'm there. sure it's there. It's um, not my favorite. Ep- like, you know, comparing it to the old shows is something you shouldn't do, but like, it's cool. But it's something everyone's going yeah. to do. Yeah, it's Everyone's it's going cool, to compare yeah. Twilight Zone to the old shows, and they're all going to compare it to uh, Black, Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. It's all going to be Black Mirror. If it's not yeah. anywhere close to as good as Black Mirror, sorry, GTF out. I felt like the first episode was way longer than it should have been. Like, that would have been a good 30-minute, like, thing. It was, like, 55 minutes, and it's like, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to check um, it out. I'm definitely excited to continue watching it. I don't like that I have to wait mm. for weekly stuff. I'm a binger, so... I also started watching uh, briefly Parks and Rec, yeah, which I had never watched before. I started watching it because I was uh, I was going deep into my uh, uh-huh. uh, the homework that I had for Henry Winkler yeah. until until I got winked uh, until the Henry until the Kansas City screw job happened. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I, I see why people like Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is phenomenal, and if you were watching, were you watching from the first season? No, God, no, okay, I started yeah, at season granted. five. Uh, it's so good. It's one yeah. of those shows, though, that I just think that love that style of humor isn't relevant anymore. I, it doesn't get me anymore. It's very mm-hmm. five years ago, six years ago. Which yeah. is not that far away. But and if you were to start with the first season, it's even more. Yeah. Like that, yeah. So I just it's a little too zany for me. Uh, so I'm probably not going to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. I still got to give Community and the League a shot. Those oh, are the, the two league, that everyone's the like, league you is up your alley. Those. Okay. I've heard the same. The the league is basically um, uh, always sunny, but they like football. Like it's all centered around like fantasy football. See, always sunny like, is another one of those shows that when I watch, I'm like, I, th- I gotta watch this. Yeah. No, I gotta oh, watch really? that show. No, you yeah, really do. It's fucked up. It's fantastic. Um, I mean, awful. if I were to pitch you, Kevin, three to four people sitting around in the same environment every day, just almost insane how much they make fun of each other, just fuck with each other constantly. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Great programming, love right? To watch <laughs> Great that, yeah. programming. Should subscribe to that channel yeah, right now. Absolutely. Um, Real quick, Kev, I got a submission from a viewer who we told to go watch Dumbo and report back to us because none of us were going to go watch fuck Dumbo. No, I don't want to. I cry might that watch much. Dumbo this weekend. I'm not crying that much. So the the report from Sean Luke Picard at Sean Astor's. I'm Sean Luke Picard. You wanted me to check in with you about Dumbo last week during screencast. It was very okay. Some of it is good and interesting, but it's all undone by bad characters and plot points that are picked up and dropped at will. Keaton and DeVito are good, though. And also, I've been watching... It's okay. um, okay. No, no, no. no. Enjoy enjoy it. Uh, I've also been re-watching Avatar The Last Airbender. It's one of the greatest animated shows of all time, if not one of the greatest shows of all time. Peace out. It really is one of the greatest animated shows of all time. Were you ever into Avatar? No. Mm. Fucking Uh, up. Now. now it's time for some housekeeping. Uh, first, we want to thank Patreon producer David Mintel. And on Saturday, April 6th, from 3 to 6, we will be, some of us will be at uh, Ease Bar's Morning. Is it Ease, Ease Bar, Bar and Restaurant in Morning Heights? At Morning Heights. That's it. Um, for our New York meet and greet, mm-hmm. continuing the world tour. It's be awesome. Uh, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, Quip and Mint Mobile. But more about that later. Now it's time for some news. New, 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 news. News, 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 news. I was translating news. Yeah, sorry. Our first story, uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2 confirmed by Netflix. It's very brief. There was not much much more information than that given out. But man, I'm stoked. I really liked Umbrella Academy Season 1. Can't wait for Season 2. I'm happy for you. I I could not watch past the first episode of that show. 
So it's very weird. It is very weird. It, it is does, very weird. It's strange. It's a talking monkey. Yeah, it like, is. Pogo. Right. Yeah. Pogo's great. Pogo the monkey. Yeah. Pogo's the man. He's All the right. monkey. Our second news story. Moving on. THX Ultimate Cinema, a new premier large format brand, large format brand, is debuting this year. It's coming spring or summer 2019. <laughs> It's summer. spring slash summer. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's summer I, yeah, slash fall. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, not a lot of information here given out that like is super exciting. Their uh their big thing is the TH Ultimate Cinema offers TH certified auditoriums with uh that uses Barco's ultra bright 4K and HDR capable dual laser projection systems combined with TH certified THX certified immersive sound of theater's choice that exceeds the number of speakers used in the 7.1 surround that is uh, that could also be included in Dolby yes. Atmos. Yeah. So are you guys excited at all for this? I'm excited for it for one reason. It breeds mm-hmm. competition, and it's going to hopefully push Dolby to get in more theaters and in more auditoriums in each theater. Because mm-hmm. uh, currently we don't have many options for proper Dolby in Bay Area. Yeah. I definitely would like to see more. And this is solving a big problem where IMAX at this point is is an inferior platform. Like it, it's it's bigger and that's great and it allows us to see when movies are shot in IMAX, which is very rare. Yeah. But with things like uh, Avengers, like that is the case. Right. But one of the bigger reasons for wanting to see IMAX before was the sound was so superior to normal theaters. And that's still true. But compared to Dolby, it is nothing. You know, the THX used to be the standard of sound. Yeah. And now it's like it's way behind technology. Like it's the equivalent of watching like a 480p video, like standard DVD compared to a 4K video, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. on the audio side. So I think that this is it's great that they're at least trying something new and like are going to push it to be more theaters. But you know, I also think that uh, splitting the formats too much at some point becomes an issue because even we see this now with uh, HDR and the different compliances that they have with HDR 10 versus Dolby Vision versus all that, where it's like the Avengers Infinity War uh, 4K Blu-ray, the disc supports HDR 10. It doesn't support Dolby Vision, which is better, but the digital 4K version does support Dolby Vision, but because it's digital, it's not as good quality. Right, lower, it's like, yeah. are you fucking, come on, guys, figure this shit out. So I'm hoping this doesn't add more complications with all of that. But I, I'm only excited for this because I want to be in the seat and have them blast the old. Uh, and then feel that so rumble. Cool. Yep, yep, up yep. your ass. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. Nick, any interest in? <laughs> I just got him interested. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, look, new tech is great. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm always one of those people that like. I just kind of. Whatever Tim, whatever tickets Tim buys, me I'll go see. Uh, but I, 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 w- I will say this: like the uh, what's the theater that is it the Dolby theater that's mm-hmm. here with the soup with the great projector. Yeah, yeah the Dolby. Yeah, theater. that's what we're talking about. The projector uh, is still. I, I would have before you guys told me that you were like you're like it's super great. I'm like whatever. It's another fucking projector. And then you see it, you're like whoa, that is a marked difference. That's actually a better viewing experience because of this. So yeah, sure. Any new tech in theaters, as far as I'm concerned, is great. And it's important because we need to keep theaters going if we have any interest in going to theaters or else they're not going to exist eventually. And we've talked about this so many times with the day one digital and all this shit. But at the end of the day, for years, OLED TVs like we have at home were better than anything we could see in movie theaters. Why Mm. would we, we do that? Like when our experience at home is better, not just because we get to be there naked and like talk to our friends, 
also naked. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, but also because Kevin, are your pants off? It was Mine it was too. better, you know. Yeah, there wasn't the shitty film grain spots right, you see. Right, there right. wasn't like random ass problems and light leak and all that, and like uh, yeah. the the blacks looking the, like grays, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, at least it matches our home experiences, and the sound is unbelievable. Like we can get sound that's great at home for thousands and thousands of dollars, but not we in will. San Francisco. Not when you're living with your house built next to someone else's, and you can't fucking have that. And every seat in a Dolby Atmos theater has a subwoofer in the seat. Fuck yeah, that's cool. That's insane. That's real cool. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that excites me more than this technology is when they eventually move to like OLED technology for Samsung, the screens. They're Samsung's doing that at some point. Working on. Um, LED, like an LED yeah, screen, where that's it's gonna just be, a big old screen. That's, so gonna, that's gonna be, be interesting. very interesting to see yeah. how that works, because that's 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 what you guys are talking about right there. Where it's re- you want true blacks, it's really just gonna be true blacks. Um, but I, you know, that's I'm I'll miss the projector. I already missed the projector tick, like the actual the actual ticking of the film going through the projector. I missed that sometimes. It's so funny. I didn't realize how much I missed it, or you know, I guess there was nostalgic feelings when we went to watch what was it, Interstellar. That had the projector going. Oh, it was Interstellar. Yeah, the one yeah. I remember distinctly, yeah, Interstellar was one, but the one I remember was when we saw the Roadshow, mm. the 70 millimeter uh, Hateful Eight. I was like, oh man, this is a cool throwback. Yeah. And you know, it's there's grain and there's all that stuff. And that's that. Uh, it's undeniable that all that stuff, I, I would vastly prefer the cleaner image now. Absolutely. But yeah, there is a nice touch of nostalgia for that. Yeah. But eventually it's going to go away. We're just going to totally. gigantic TV screens in theaters. And I just feel like the, uh, the nostalgia, like that, that's a gimmicky thing that like should. Every once in a while, hatefully, yeah, I want to see the film grade. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm, I'm there for the. Well, I mean, the let's be real. Even even with movies that are shot on film, like you know, I think I know J.J. Abrams shot Star Wars on film and, and the Star Trek movies on film. I, I believe uh, they still clean up that shit. They still digitize it and yeah. then clean it all up. So you're not really getting film that much anymore, anyway. But uh, but yeah, it's it's nice to see that they're pushing new technologies, trying to figure out new ways to get butts and seats for theaters because I don't want them to die. Yeah. I also don't want them to die. So keep going. Like I just, I just don't think you're going to ever get Endgame unless we have theaters. I just don't think you're. It's good. I just don't feel like you can have like the theaters at this point are. It it forces people to care and get up and go to have a like a common experience that I just feel like everything's so disjointed when it is a streaming service and I or when it's a big moment on streaming service. I just don't think it's as big as when we have the theatrical release of something. And I know it's all perceived value. Really, it's all just bullshit gimmick. Like, hey, the the theatrical window is is dumb and we don't need it anymore. But it's nice that we have it. And as long as we all believe in it. It'll be a but thing. I like it. And I do think it makes it an experience. It does. Because otherwise, you're just watching a movie at home, which I understand. We've you're got great it, yeah. setups, and we like. Or as Steven Spielberg said, you're watching a TV movie. Fuck that dude. Hey. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, no. Barrett. Bad, bad, right. bad, bad. I'm gonna move on to our next news story. Next was next flicks live action Cowboy Bebop series cast John Cho as the impossibly cool lead. Yeah, Spike. yeah. Spike Spiegel. Awesome. I'm so fucking into this. Spike Siegel. Now I've never watched Cowboy Spiegel. Bebop. You're fucking up. Which seems like a mistake. Oh, you're fucking up. Yeah, you really. But like up. now, should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. This will not be as good as the cartoon. Well, I know, but that's why maybe I should watch this first. No, no. and the then anime. go to the cartoon. No, no. Watch don't do that. Cartoon. That's yeah, like saying I should watch the, the death the uh, de- uh, Death Note movie first on Netflix and then go back and watch the cartoon. Yeah. This is a dumb yeah, idea. I guess that's true. Just stupid idea. It's on Hulu, Kev. But I think there's a I think there's a Cowboy Bebop movie also. Yeah, it's great. It came out like a year or two after. Tell you what, it's just all it. pure cool. It's, it's just cool. It's uh, really cool. Spike's a badass. Yeah. And also, John Joe's a badass. It's, yeah. it's essentially like, did you like Firefly? Kind of. This is better. 
Okay, good. Yeah, good. Like, good. Yeah. Um, there were some other cast members uh, announced: uh, Mustafa Shakir, Daniela Pinata, uh, and Alex Hassel. I don't recognize any of them. I Google them. Daniela uh, uh, uh The guy that they um, Mustafa. They, they yeah. The guy they cast as Jet is from. Um, what's the one Netflix Marvel? Luke Cage season two. Mm. Uh, the girl is from uh, Jurassic World. I think. Yeah. Wait, Jurassic was he World. the main bad guy? Oh yeah, she Cage? was the she was the one in Jurassic World. It's like I'm a hacker, but I am cool. I'm not a cool, I'm not a nerdy hacker. Like shut up. The little kid. <laughs> no, she was like the one they brought. Oh, right. Yeah. Remember when she goes and hacks the little kid in Jurassic Park one? I hacked a uh, kid. Anyways, I'm super <laughs> I'm super excited for this show. Watch the original on Hulu. That's the thing, like, uh, this show, like, this coming to, like, Netflix as a seri- like, series, like, I'm, I'm more excited no, it's great. to rewatch Again, the this, old stuff. This is then. the thing, is, like, you know, people are always going to complain about uh, Hollywood remakes and all this stuff. At the end of the day, it raises awareness of things that we love. We mm-hmm, should not mm-hmm. look at that as a bad thing. We should look at it as a good, as a good thing. So, more people are now going to go back and watch Cowboy Viva because they're interested in it. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. They do have the Corgi. I gotta go back and watch this. It's on yeah, here. Yeah, you do. That's everyone's homework. Watch this on the way. We don't do homework. Watch this on the way to to New York this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, now for some Marvel news. Captain Marvel soars past one billion at the a box billy, office. A billy, a billy, a billy. After breaking box office reps on, records on its opening weekend last month, Marvel Studios Captain Marvel has shattered another comic uh, cinematic milestone and surpassed one billion at global box office. Cool. It's nuts, man. Honestly, it's really crazy that like we're now at a point where seven MCU movies have crossed a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Was I, I blanked out there for a second? Did you say the number of how many there have been total? I think it's thirty-eight. No, I, I didn't. Thirty-eight movies ever have done this. Seven of them are MCU movies wow. out of the twenty-two. That's wild. Or twenty-one at yeah. this point. But I mean, we know that it's going to yeah, be eight yeah, out yeah. of twenty-two soon. Um, but it's cool that you know you look at Black Panther, you look at Captain Marvel. Those are two. Like unknown properties, uh, all things mm-hmm. considered, and we're at a point where the other ones are Avengers movies and Iron Man movies, right? Right? Yeah. We're now getting these unknown characters breaking. It's really a cool. billion dollars, yeah. and again, Iron Man was the same way in two thousand eight, and now he's not. What does this mean for things like Eternals? What does this mean for you know going forward with uh, any the of the bar other is ones? high? The, is the, what the, it means. The, the bar yeah. is very high, yeah, but also they don't need to do this. They don't need to break a billion. But like Jesus you, you got to imagine, there's more people that are now informed that like every movie's going to every adding. movie keeps adding people, so it makes it easier for them to get a bigger box office number, and like that's that's awesome. But like yeah. also that's a lot of pressure. There's now even more people that can be like online being like this is awful or disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to say that yeah, kudos to Marvel for actually making good movies that make a ton of money. But I just looked up how much Aquaman made. And it's at 1.14 bill. I had to tell you, so I was like, a lot of fun. You know, I can't wait. You got to check it out. I can't wait. I'm I want to lock eyes with you as I start watching it. I'm going to give you the wink. I'm and not going to go for a ride. We're going to go for a ride. I'm going to text you as I start watching okay. it. And that you're not going to get that text until five hours later yeah. of him winking. Hopefully, I get several texts from you. I'll, str- I'll, st- I'll text it to you live. Because a lot of it reminds me of a Steven Seagal movie. Oh, man. A lot of it. Is he hard to kill? Yeah. Let's just call the movie that. Hard to kill? But that means you can still kill him. Yeah, but he's hard to kill. Yeah, but it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Yeah. How, about, could do how it about, about impossible to kill? No, 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 no. It's not that. All right. Uh, for more Avenger news, Avengers Endgame tickets went on sale this week. And yeah, oh boy, was it chaos. It was utter chaos. <sighs> but one man stood triumphant. I'll tell that you this. Me. 
28 tickets for Woo! the first showing, baby. Love it. Tim, by the way, has is now officially my ticket guy. Ticketmaster. I've Tim just Yetis. resigned that there are Ooh. some things that I'll never be good at. And waking up early and having stubs and all that stuff, I'm just not going to be that guy. So, like, just how Tim has Kevin to, like, do, like, stuff that requires manual labor or, like, technical thought, uh, I now have... Tim as my ticket guy. And you know what? I feel great about this decision. Yeah. Nick, yeah. I woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah. How'd it go? Couldn't buy a goddamn ticket yeah. to save my life. Tim did it. Same. Yeah. Tim, Tim did had, it. Tim came in and got tickets for Tim the VPN'd whole company into and Europe. a couple other companies. He VPN'd into Europe and then cross-VPN'd back in the States and they yeah. sold him the tickets. It's crazy, yeah. man. They didn't know. Other, other you, know awesome. you know whenever you buy something it says one per customer? Tim always gets two. <laughs> always. You gotta find the way. So, uh, you know, Obviously, they broke uh, pre-sale ticket records. No shit. <laughs> within the, but they did it within the first six hours. Well, oh, here's the thing. It's funny you say obviously because uh, it's not that obvious, really, when you like break it down. Like They're going to break records, but what would those records be? Would it be number one? Not necessarily. You look at the top five movies that have um, broken this record mm-hmm. of most pre-sales within the first 24 hours. Number one was Force Awakens. Number mm-hmm. two was Last Jedi. Yeah. Then Rogue uh, One. Wasn't it Infinity War number three? No, I okay. have Rogue One and Rogue number one, three. Um, and then Infinity, Infinity War. War. I don't have the fifth gotcha. one because it's the new list. Yeah, 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 and then Infinity War. So it's like when you look at that, Infinity War had so much hype so going much into hype. it where it's like I feel like Endgame almost has that uh, the drop-off point yeah. from it where it's just like can it go more from here because it's, it's the part one, right? It mm-hmm. was like the big moment. And that's just been proven wrong. We're in a new era now where it's like we don't need action in trailers and shit to to sell this stuff. It's for the story. People mm-hmm. are so invested and want to know what happens. So they blew past all of those other Star Wars movies in six hours. Insane. It's it makes sense. I mean, like there's there's I love Star Wars, despite some some criticisms I've had of the series of late. But it's like what Marvel's doing is just unfucking precedented. It's, it's just so not. Cool. There's just yeah. ne- there's never been anything like this. Mm-hmm. And this is like this is a cultural phenomenon that's yeah. happening, and we're all a part of it. And I just got to be honest with you. Thirty years from now, when the machines take over, and my kids go, "Hey, hey, Uncle Nick, I'm not really. You're not really my kid because I just found you on the side, but I'm fucking raising you as my own. Right? I'm gonna teach you how to be me." All and he right. goes, "Uncle Nick, I'm Why Daddy, Daddy Nick. What was it like back in the day? I was like, oh, let me tell you about this this time." the end game time mm-hmm. it was a beautiful moment in our history we all put our differences aside and we all fucking ate, drank diet cokes yeah and went to the big ate some popcorn yeah and it was great um so that's true this is definitely a moment like we've never seen before but there's an argument to be made that force awakens was like a moment that we've never seen before no you know? yeah. oh no yeah. we saw that moment before 10 years earlier i stood outside the fucking edwards theater in in, in uh, fashion island and i was like this is gonna be great yep. star wars is back oh god no yeah. oh pod racing what's but that do you came out of it liking right i mean or phantom like, menace yeah. no it was the first movie i ever walked out of going yeah i liked it but in the back of my mind i'm like i don't think i like that movie and I just I didn't know how to deal with it because it was the first time I'd ever thought I was like I I, I, ne- I remember never looking forward to something that much in my entire life watching the trailer over and over and over again being that jacked and then walking out of it going wow that wasn't as good as I wanted it to be like I've never I've never been that disappointed walking out of a film. But Force Awakens had life. the opposite going into it where right. it's just like oh my god we got through the bad stuff and like every single step they're making right now is Looks right awesome. and this is gonna be awesome and then yeah it broke records duh. But now for Endgame to come through, holy crap, man! It's yeah. gonna just destroy everything. Yeah, it within doubled the the, uh, the first week sales of Infinity War within the first day as well. The in- first entire week, 
insane. It will, it'll be interesting to see how this stacks up against uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Return of the Force, whatever the fuck they're going to call it, uh, and see I, if that I can actually that, come close to. I don't, I don't think it's even going to come close to, yeah. to breaking this record. I, I think Maybe that either. you know, Last Jedi being so controversial, there's going to be a lot less excitement for it. I don't think so. I, I think I that I think that it beats Infinity War. You think it beats Infinity War? I think it, I think be. it could I also th- be I Rogue think. One. I mean, it's the end of nine movies, but I just, I don't know. I mean, the, the problem with Marvel is that they've got such a built-in uh, mechanism for keeping you hyped, right? Whenever you start to wane, you're like, well, it's not a problem. Oh, yeah, and then Miss Marvel comes out, or Captain Marvel comes out, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, that was good. Like, all those inter- uh, the interim movies just get you, just, just bump you right yeah. back up. They, oh, they've been doing such a good job So with good, them, yeah. right? Like, and, and that's the hardest thing. Like, I always think to myself, when am I going to just... When am I going to turn the corner and be like, fuck these Marvel movies? Captain Marvel comes out, I'm like, ah, oh, they got me. That was pretty good. Oh, oh, fucking Endgame's right there. Yeah, let's kick yeah. it. Let's go. I got to call my ticket guy. Boop, 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 boop. Tim, give me a ticket. I already got you a ticket. I'm Tim Geddes. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. But on the other end, I, I think it's hard to say right now uh, what episode, episode nine will do until we see a trailer. We'll see a trailer, maybe. Yeah. And then once I think we see that trailer and see the reaction from that, I think then we'll get a good idea of like what episode nine can break. Honestly, I feel it's like take all those emotions and all that stuff aside. It doesn't matter. Like when you look at where movies are at now, yeah. it's like it doesn't matter what it's last also, shit I did. The the amount of people that didn't like Last Jedi that aren't going to go see Nine is slim compared yeah. to the flip of that. But we're, talk, we're talking specifically it. pre-sale tickets. That's what I'm saying, right? Oh, like this I mean, even that too. Right. I, I, like I don't. Th- I don't see a ton of people being this into uh, Episode Nine: Return of Luke Skywalker's kids or whatever. I mean, we don't have to worry about that because Tim's just going to get the tickets for us. Tim's our guy. Bless Tim, you. he hates it, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he, was, he pulled me aside. He's like, I hate that I'm this guy. For, I'm like, look, man. You think Tiger Woods? All, you think Tiger Woods tried. loves golf? He's no, but he's great at it. So he goes and does it every day. He wants to kill himself with a fucking nine iron, but he can't do it because he can't generate the force required. He just keeps knocking himself out. You were trying. I was trying. I believe Barrett and Joey. And Joey were trying. trying. And I don't. They didn't get any tickets for that night. Joey, thank God, because Joey probably got tickets, but she got tickets to the world's smallest screen where they don't even have audio. Let's not be mean. I'm sure she would have gotten the Dolby. I got uh, I got Saturday in. tickets that morning though for Kabuki, one of the coolest. I theaters. got Sunday tickets yeah. later that day. Yeah, we're gonna see it in IMAX. Yeah, from the corner <laughs> perspective. So oh, we'll see how that. Be- goes. That's the best perspective. Yeah. <laughs> that, would you believe that's every IMAX experience I've ever had? Because really? I don't. Yeah, I don't book oh, the tickets. Dude, the, middle, the middle seats is where you want to be. We saw Last Jedi in IMAX. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I was. Oh no, uh, uh, Force Awakens. Was it Force Awakens? No, no, it was Last Jedi. Yeah, right. it was Last Jedi, and I was like, oh, okay. They're not bad. So some conservative estimates have the latest uh, Marvel movie taking in somewhere between 200 million and 250 million. But after this week of sales, uh, the estimate now has moved up to 260 million, which would put it at. Uh, Is this for opening week? Yeah, for opening weekend. weekend. Oh, it's going to be the, so it's gonna be the be, best. Opening and period. like if if it hits that projection, which I have a feeling it will. It's going to be Avengers Infinity War, which opened at 257.6 million. It's definitely going to. And at this point, if I were Kevin Feige, I'd be like, this is when I get the bathtub made of gold. You know, this is when I get the toilet made of gold, the bathtub, the shower, my whole bathroom, just gold, not gold plated, Kevin, just solid gold. gold to the point where we have to put support structure underneath it. If it's oh, on the yeah. second story, yeah. otherwise support it falls right through. Made of gold. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's gold. Golden household. That's uh, what I want. Uh, another fun Marvel Movie theater news. AMC Marvel Movie Marathon will show all 22 MCU films will run 59 hours and 7 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, checks out. Tim, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Heard you having a fun debate yesterday with one friend, Mirabella. Yeah. Oh no. I don't and like you this. were to, you like were saying that he was like, I'm gonna watch. He's like, Ah, I'm for him, Mirabella. I'm gonna watch all the movies in order of when they were supposed to happen in the universe, order. not in order of release. I'm gonna watch them in chronological order. I'm starting with Captain America, the first Captain America, the first Avenger. And you were like, Don't fucking do that. St- just watch them in order of when they came out. And then. The Russo brothers were like, no, here, here's how you do it, guys. Start with Captain America. And they fucked you. We're calling it the Russo brothers fuck job. Here's the thing. There's a lot of uh, misunderstandings yeah. going on here. I'm a, a huge proponent of watching movies when they came out. Like, that's the order. Absolutely. That's the order. Like, it doesn't matter storyline-wise what happened. No one. That's the way that they. it was designed. Real quick. Just no one should ever introduce Star Wars into someone's world and be like, Let's, Let's start with a fan of Menace. Menace. I'm no, starting with fan of Menace. I feel like that is the like trump card to be like, hey, you can't, you can't do that to your kids. Yes. Now machete orders and like random just watching things in different ways. Sure, I understand it's a fun novelty, mm-hmm. but it's like if you're watching these things for the first time, you should watch them the, yeah. the way they were put out. I do think there are some exceptions. Some things can work, but I feel like the post credit scenes in the Marvel movies are the things that fuck all of that entirely. Absolutely. Um, when you're looking at Phase One, like Fran had already seen Phase One, so we weren't actually talking about that stuff watching first avenger before iron man it really doesn't matter like that there, there are certain things that don't have much consequence but um the post credit scene yeah the post credit scene. scene is a lot stronger when it goes in the right order yeah and th- so they fucking yeah. go. well not only and that but it's but it's it, but like some of the side characters some of the characters that have changed uh it's 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 important to understand how the how the films have evolved i would say mm-hmm. you know like remember like don Cheadle wasn't don, don Cheadle in the first iron man it was terrence howard and so understanding kind of like that i don't think matters but understanding how those happen and how they evolve i think is an important is an important uh uh connecting uh, tissue for all of these yeah. films there are certain movies that i feel um that if Kevin Feige could now just put them out, like make a slate knowing everything that happened, he would have put them in different orders. So, and I think that that's clear. Like it's weird that Doctor Strange appears and then isn't in a movie for so long, mm. right? Mm. Like I feel like that should have been closer to, to Ragnarok if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah. Spider-Man's introduction is comes at a weird time. Like there's a lot of a lot of things like that that I feel like they would have changed, but guess what? They didn't. These no. are the way the movies were made. This so how it fuck is. you, Fran. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Suck, Fran. Uh, I just think the, the post credit scenes are so important, and I think that one of the big reasons Endgame is like, I, I'm not saying like attributing all this attention to the post credit scenes, but like uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and um, Captain Marvel, their end credit scenes get you so hyped up for Endgame, mm-hmm. where it's like we all walked out of both those movies and we're like, man, that end credit scene though really changed some stuff. It really changed the tone of like what I was feeling as I'm walking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a dumb idea. It's a dumb idea. And now it's time for some ads. No, I just flipped that one and did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our first ad is Quip. One of the most important off my phone. Oh, it's a coke can. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. It's your oral health. And it's, and with Quip electric toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. Sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. Uh, built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you 
uh, when to switch sides and help you to clean your whole mouth evenly. Then multi-use cover works as a stand and mounts to mirrors. That's my favorite thing about it. Nick great. and Gia have been using theirs, and I love how easy and reliable it all is. It's true. I have it, too. I think Greg's got one now, too. Yeah, the uh, whole, Barrett has one. I think the yeah, majority right. of us have them at I this point. I need to get one. You got to get it, man. Really, it's really great. We should one. all bring them together like we have, like their lightsabers. Just keep them in your pocket, ready to open. That's, <laughs> there that's it where it's going. Yes. Well, that's why we love Quip and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do, too. Get Quip. No. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash KFMS, right now you can get your first refill pack for free. Mm -hmm. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash KFMS. Our second ad is from Mint Mobile. There's a lot of things in life that aren't right. Carpet and showers. Eating dip with your fingers, chunky style milk, Ew. paying too much for your phone bill. Now, that's not right. But thanks to Mint Mobile, you don't have to overpay for wireless anymore. With Mint Mobile, you can cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. They've reimagined wireless, making it easy and online only, which means they can pass significant savings directly to you. Tim, yes. your mom uses Mint Mobile now. She does. Now. It's going to save me personally uh, over $1,000 a year. Uh -huh. I'm very excited about uh -huh. this. It was super easy to set up. Um, you can use any phone that you have, or you can buy a phone straight from Mint. They send it to you. They send you the SIM card. You put it in, and you're going. Yeah, and that phone works real good, doesn't it? It does. A little, yeah. a little too well, um, <laughs> if, if you ask me for how often she calls me. But you know what? Hey, man, yeah. it's always important to keep in touch with your family. Uh, every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And if you're not 100% satisfied, uh, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan, no, and get the plan shipped no, and get the phone or plan. shipped the, to you. They your, ship the plan to you. They ship a, a little card thing that has the SIM card. You put got it, it got it. Yeah. And get the plan shipped to you, to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash morning. That's mintmobile.com slash morning. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month and get free shipping on your Mint Mobile plan at mintmobile.com slash morning. Now it's time for some trailer talk. It's trailer talk time. I like that. I like that too. I, I, I kind of want to call this the trailer rundown and then play the song. And Darren, I run so far away. Look, I wasn't I gotta on, watch I, some trailers. I wasn't on board at the beginning, but he might have won me over. Yeah, God, Vice City. What All right, the, fa the first. Sorry. The first trailer we're going to be talking about is Game of Thrones. The game. Little tease, a nice little, little tease. tease. This Aftermath. is what I love, man. This is the type of stuff that I want. Like I was complaining a couple weeks ago about the the trailer they put out. I'm like, mm. why we don't need to see this stuff out of context? Like like reveals that would have been nice to have just seen in the show. It's like, nah, no, no, no. Show this. Do something that's unique as marketing material that gets you pumped, that ha that gives you a good idea of the tone that we're going towards, yeah. and just do something fucking cool. And they did something fucking it's cool. It's cool. Going what, through. Yeah, go ahead. And you, it's Winterfell covered in snow. Mm -hmm. Winter has came all over this place. Yeah. Um, it's arrived. And, and next, next, thing, next thing you know, it's like you're seeing Bran's wheelchair. You're seeing Needle. You're seeing uh, Jamie's hand. You're seeing the li weird little dragon sash thing that Daenerys we wears. You're seeing uh, what, 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 what's the, sword, the name of the sword? Wolf sword, wolf hound. 
Lancaster. No. Bear Mountain Sword. Longclaw. Longclaw. Thank you. Uh, you see Longclaw? You Sorry, see you guys are throwing stuff? so much at me where I was like, <laughs> I don't know. We're trying to get you there. We're trying to get you there. Yeah, so it's like, fucking cool. And then you just see the Night King coming through. Yep. Yeah, Man, dude, what a... Final season. What a great... more hyped. ...hyped trailer. Like... I didn't agree with you initially where it was like, yeah, I like getting a little glimpse of, of what we're going to see and being able to like sit there and try to break it down and think about like what's what's uh, what's the season bring us. But man, it is fun when it's just like here is a post, you know, Night King victory world. Let's see. It's so dark. And it's like that's what they're fighting against to stop this. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Into it, man. Love yeah. it. Let's, Let's bring go. it on. Let's April go. April 16th. Let's go. We will be doing Game of Thrones. Make it happen. Every Monday. Whoa! Oh, Patil came running in here. He was stoked. <laughs> All right, next trailer we're talking about is Endgame special look. Yeah, man. Another example of I bought the tickets. I uh-huh. saw that this came out, and like I saw that there was just a minute video that yep. was associated. I was just like, I wonder if it's a new trailer. And they said special look. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this means. Is there going to be new footage in it? Yeah, there was. Didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. Didn't at need all. it. Don't and don't need to see that. Don't need to see it. We're good. Here's the thing, though. I'm okay with it because with all the stuff that they've been talking about about the editing the trailers and there being fake footage and shit, they know what the hell they're doing. They I really don't expect do. to see any of that the way that we saw it in this trailer. Probably not. I'm so excited. Like I, I thought I hit my saturation point. I didn't want any more. And like this trailer came out, didn't watch it, and then I, like later I came into the office and was like, Tim, did you watch the trailer? And he's like, Yeah. I was like, Any like is it like should I watch? He's like, Go watch it right now. Fucking tight, man. And it's it's a good trailer. It's real good. Like yeah. that that scene with Cap and Tony shaking hands is just like I doubt that that's going to be exactly. Do as you we trust saw me? I trust line. you. Fucking great line. And the, the final We're shot back, of the big three walking towards Thanos. It's so like the three guys that have had trilogies, cool. you know, mm-hmm. going towards the bad guy of these movies. Who is, is so it? Iron fucking Man, cool. Thor and Iron Thor and Captain America. Yeah, that's awesome. So fucking great. But is that scene in the movie? I don't know. I fucking I don't hope fucking so. know. I, I'm 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 happy either way. Like Your I failure. just God, I'm so excited, it's and this month man. can't go by fast enough. Yeah, man. Ooh, let's yeah. go, baby. Maybe we got our tickets. Thanks Iron to my Man's, ticket guy. Like, we, we finally get to see Iron Man's suit in this movie, and it's like very reminiscent of his original look with mm-hmm. the yellow arms and legs. Just, just fucking cool, man. Yeah, this trailer did its job. It got me even more hyped on a like I, I can't go any higher at this point. Yeah, I just I, like I'm close to yeah. a heart attack. It's just what I imagine what happens when when the Viagra pill works too well. Mm-hmm. And you got to go have the thing drained. You're oh like, I love God, it. It's great. Jesus, this is great. But it's lasting like a long time. I'm just yeah. redlining it. I'm redlining yeah. it. You know. Is the red line the vein? Yeah. No, I think the red line. I just is felt like a car. You're redlining itself. like you're at your yeah. your highest no, rev possible, and you're about to explode. To so you have to just have a, a just. What's a, the last trailer that we talked about? Last <laughs> trailer we want to talk about is Joker trailer came oh, out. Christ. Very very interesting because I think it's a it's a good trailer. I think that it's a good trailer and it like does good things. Like it's like man, this seems like this could be a compelling story, but there are a lot of problems that I feel like are more telling for the overall thing. I didn't like any of like the scenes where he's doing the crazy dancing and stuff. Didn't like that he goes up and opens this little kid's smile and it's like, oh in IMDB it seems like that's gonna be Bruce Wayne. It's like, don't I don't No. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that there's the uh, there's a mixed bag for me. I like the style of the trailer. Mm-hmm. I like the song playing in the background. I like all the imagery we're seeing, but I just can't stop thinking someone someone on set's like, "Hey, man, just so you know, Joker's crazy." And then having Joaquin Phoenix go, "Yeah, he laughs a lot, right?" Like it just doesn't. It's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, not yeah, gelling yeah. for me at this point. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not gelling for me how the first time I saw Heath Ledger as as Joker, I was like, oh, shit, this is something different. Mm. Like, this is him giving us a Joker that we want, but also just slightly different and, and really nailing it. I just feel like... To to use a Tim Gettys term, like this is too extra. This is there's just too much in this. They're pat him doing the weird belly dance, him laughing on this by himself. I I don't know. You know, again, I maybe mean, I'm bringing my own bias into this. Like I don't really want a fucking Joker origin story. I don't even give a shit if this isn't the official one. This is just an offshoot. I don't want to know anything about the Joker. That's the whole point of the Joker. You know. I really hope this movie ends and he's telling it as a story to um, Harlequin. Like, I think that would be a cool thing where it's like, oh, this is not really his origin. Like, he doesn't have an origin. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because I, when I first saw it, I was a lot more down on it than I am now. I rewatched it this morning. And I was just like, all right, like this, it looks it looks good. It looks mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. right? But the problem is I just feel like echoing kind of what you guys are saying. This movie seems kind of pointless. And we were talking about this yesterday. Every movie's pointless. Like, what's the, like who cares? Yeah. Is it entertaining or not? But I feel like at the, we, we have to understand the context at which this movie's coming out. And it is after a lot of like mixed reactions, to say the least, DC movies, right? Mm. And the problem is it's at the same time that MCU is happening and Endgame and all this and all this positive stuff. And Sony has its side. And there's just superheroes everywhere, supervillain movies everywhere. For this to come out, it's like the Joker is one of the coolest bad guys in pop culture history, up there with Darth Vader and mm-hmm. Joffrey and Thanos, right? But his origin story has never been interesting. Nobody wants to know that. I like the idea of the Dark Knight really kind of honed I love in on that. like yep. it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. What a great matter. what a fucking great. great way to do it. And for them to like be like, oh, this is this is this is it, this is what's happening, it's like that's fine. But like nothing about that is exciting to me. And it's like, this could be a good movie, could be a decent movie, but it's like, I almost don't want it to end with Harley Quinn. I almost don't want it to be um, in this bigger world. But then on the other side, it's like, but if it doesn't, then what's the point of it being a Joker movie if if there's no Batman, if there's no characters that mean something to it? I mean, I'm all for this to be like a one-off run. Right, where you're like, oh, this is like a, just an alternate take on on the Joker's story. I'm all for that, and I'll give it a shot for sure. It's Martin yeah. Scorsese, for Christ's sake, Todd Phillips. Um, but I'm with you on that one, right? Like one of the most unbelievably smart things they did in The Dark Knight was the you hear him tell the story of how he got the scars, and you go, fuck, that's fucked up. We totally get why this guy's fucked up. Then you hear him tell it again. And it's a completely different story. You go, oh shit, this dude, you don't, nobody knows anything about this dude. And that's fucking terrifying and it makes sense. And that's the Joker. To take some of that away is just like to flesh him out as a character. Mm -hmm. I just, what's the fucking point? Like, it's just going to diminish the character. And I hope, I hope that I'm wrong feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I hope that we watch it and it's like, oh, cool. This, this added some mythos to a character that's cool, even if it is its own take. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being its own, own, own world. And, I just don't have too much faith in that. Hmm. And this trailer, good trailer. It's a good trailer. But I wouldn't yeah. say great trailer. It was good. It's okay. It feels like the, it feels like one of those trailers they shot a lot for the trailer. Where like there's a lot of shots of him doing stuff around the city, and you're like, they just take him out on the steps and make him walk down the steps and make him just walk down the hallway and make him laugh. Like I don't like obviously I have no idea how that's all going to fit in, and maybe this is all from the movie. But I I got a feeling that a lot of that shit's going to be on the editing room floor, and they're uh-huh. like, just throw in the trailer. See, we need a trailer out. Let's get a trailer out. It just felt like they needed to get a trailer out. What worries me is that a lot of stuff is going to be in that thing, and we're going to see this guy slowly break apart and like become the Joker. Which, as I say, it sounds cool. So maybe it doesn't worry me as such. So. No, it doesn't the the thing that worries me is you, you know you see what looks like Thomas Wayne on the TV talking yeah. about how big a problem mm-hmm. it is, and it's just then you see, it cuts directly from that to him with the gun, and you're like, 
Okay, so the, the, the Joker, does he kill Batman's parents at the end? Is I that mean, where we're going with this? Joe Chill, like, is that a separate character or is that in some continuity Joker? The guy in that actually kill, kills his parents. Killing Joke, right? No. No. No, no Killing no, Joke no, is no. when he killed Robin. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, no, when in, he, yes. In no, the, no, no, no. It's when he Batgirl. When he shoots oh, Batgirl. she's Batgirl. Uh, no, in, well, in the 89 Batman, it was, it was uh, yeah. the Joker. Joe Kill, that yeah. killed him. But it wasn't, that was, that wasn't his name. His name was... Um, not Grissom. Uh, I'll go. Over I that. could be wrong. Joe Kill. Uh, Joe Chill is Joe Chill. Uh, is usually in kind of overarching Batman lore. He's usually used as the character to represent the randomness of of uh, mm. crime and stuff. And there are some stuff that uses uh, like compares that to Joker and makes Joe Chill Joker. But they're usually two separate characters. Yeah, in eighty nine Batman, it was Jack Napier was the name of the character, right, and he right. actually a young Jack Napier was the one that killed his parents. Right, and so they have that great scene that Belfry was like, "You made me." He's like, "I made you. You made me." I said that is natural for you to say. <laughs> Good scene. Yeah, everyone go watch eighty nine Batman. Uh, I, I'm definitely interested in this movie. I I, I, I am interested too. Don't I'm necessarily not. want to watch another trailer ever again. Um, Amen. But I am excited to watch it. I it, Martin Scorsese's a fucking name, you know. Yeah. Like that dude makes great movies. And like, could this be a great movie? I I think there's still a chance. Um, because yeah, like, and then also I have my little theory right now that I, no chance it'll be true. But like, how cool would it would it be if the whole story is painting the Joker as this tragic figure, and at the end it is him winning over Harley Quinzel? What is Scorsese doing for this movie? He's a producer on it. He's oh, he's that. not directing it? No, Todd Phillips is the director of this movie. Todd Phillips is the guy that gave us uh, Old School, I believe. That's right. Todd, Todd Phillips. Great director. I'm being serious. I love Todd Phillips. No, I mean, yeah. Old School Old school is an amazing movie. He has movie. a cameo in Old School. He yeah. shows up and he's like, he's like, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great what? scene. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I... I I'm interested. This, this again. This trailer, I think, did its job. It exactly. made me care. Oh, it's hangover. That is hangover. that is so true. Where this yeah. trailer going in, I was like, "Fuck this." Now yep. I'm not. I'm not like, "Fuck this." Now I'm like, "Okay." All the cool. images. Uh, an image came out earlier this week that had like the joke, like half of the Joker's face, kind of on the side, and it was just like, "Ugh, this doesn't look like something I want to watch." Now watching this trailer, it's like, "All right, I'm, I, I, uh, DC, you have my attention." Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll fucking tell you what, Kevin. We're going to hear your thoughts later in this episode about Shazam. If they knock Shazam out of the park, I'm there for Joker day one. Day one. Okay. Or over that weekend, sometime yeah. in that period. In the week, a four-day period of it coming out, maybe I'll see it. But if Shazam sucks, DC, you've lost me forever until the next trailer comes out and I get my hopes up. Uh, the uh, Our big topic this week it will be a Shazam review with me and Barrett. Unfortunately, you guys haven't seen it yet. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I'm watching it today. Um, so that will be done live. Hopefully a transition will happen at some point. But before it does, let's do out this week on Ooh. streaming services. Uh, and it is the first of the month. So, well, that's no, not the first. It's the fourth first of the week. month. But, uh, man, a lot of stuff came out. A lot of good stuff. Let's so I'm going to go down the list. All. all right. On Hulu, you got The Addams Family 1 and 2. Yay. Below. Awesome. Great Are movie. those good movies? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the Addams Family one is a, is a classic. I Two like Addams Family like values. Serious, silly, but yeah, they're good movies. I, I really enjoy them. I like them a lot. Um, and granted, this is a list of movies that I was like excited for, or I thought were like super big and should have included. Um, so go and look them up if you you know want to see what else is available. We also have the Cable Guy. Oh man. Hot Shots Part Two. Hell yeah, baby! A movie that Nick I feel like always talks about. Hot so Shots good. Part Two. So yeah. Good. The Shining, Up in the Air, a movie I love. One man, uh, no, One Punch Man season two premieres. Ooh. 
Oh. Did not realize that. Super stoked about yeah, that. Yeah, the different. The, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because they changed. Uh, it's not the original the writer. Writers. Mm. Yeah. I think it's well, they were else. taking a long time, right? It's such a good fucking. It, I really show, enjoyed though. it. It's the best. Uh, ever and ever then made. the movie on Hulu that I'm most excited for is A Quiet Place. Ah, uh, great movie. Very, very stoked. Haven't seen it. Finally oh, get a chance. No, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, man, Kev, you're going to like it a lot. Yeah. Watch it right when Paula goes to bed. No, Paula really likes scary movies, so I'm going to turn off all the lights. Yeah, cool. We're going to watch it. That makes sense. Uh, that checks out. For Amazon Prime, we have Beetlejuice, Beverly Hills Cops, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Love it. Blade 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Oh, those are great. I love them. Uh, Escape from L.A. Movie, great not movie. so good, but yeah. Hey. Man, the CGI, CGI Ooh, there. Not Ooh. good. Yeah. Not good. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret, Secret of, of the Ooze. Ooze. Oh, yeah. What's the, the secret? Sh- Watch to find out. The Shawshank Redemption. The opening scene of Secret of the Ooze mm-hmm. might be the most iconic scene in my childhood. Like them being go in ninja, the, go the like ninja, toy go. store so and all that stuff. Fun, yeah. And they jump up, freeze frame, says Ninja Turtles. Kino's there with the pizza. Uh, what else do we have? Up in the air again and a quiet place again. So you've got options to watch it. Wow. Most important for me, The Tick, season two. I'm so excited. I might just start season two. You, you should, I'm not going to yeah, finish just, season one. Just finish season one. It's four mm-hmm. episodes. They go by so fast. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. It might be more than that. Oh, and then also Interview with a Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles. With uh, Brad Pitt? Yeah. Oh, cool. Good Tom, movie. Tom Cruise, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Great va- movie. It's weird they call it the Vampire Chronicles. Didn't well, really yeah, follow that up with too many one, good yeah. movies. No, they did uh they did Queen They're of the Damned and a few other ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lestat, oh. Vampire Lestat, I think they did one of those no, too at some point. No, no. They just did Queen of the Dam and I think there might have been There's a third one, one in there somewhere that's oh, just oh. fucking bad. But Interview with a Vampire is a great movie. Interview with the Vampire, excuse me, is a good movie. Yeah. Uh now time for Netflix. One of my favorite movies, Snatch. I love that movie so much. Uh Deliverance, I Am Legend, Pineapple yeah. Express, The Fifth Element, Ultraman, the Netflix anime. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Pineapple Express is a great movie. Pineapple Express is a great it's movie. Craig Robinson of that movie is fucking priceless. It's uh, still warm. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Hart, Irresponsible, which uh, is the... That's the comedy, the stand-up comedy special. Tim was talking about, special. Yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Part 2. Hell Yeah. Very excited I'm about that, that too. Watching that shit. I got so many good things to watch this weekend. Maybe I'll stay away from New York. Maybe I'll just sit home and watch them with my pants off. Yeah. I'll call Kevin. Kevin, are your pants off? Yeah. And Nick. then Unicorn Store. What? The, the unicorn, unicorn Store? store? Yeah. The fuck is that? You didn't see this? No. It's a movie. It's. It, I thought about including it in the trailer because it's real interesting looking, but it's just like this woman who's got like, I don't know, I think she's works, she's a lawyer or something, mm. and like some that random dudes. Is that Brie Larson? Yeah, it's Brie Larson. Oh, wow. And like some dude, like, oh, her, her directorial debut. That's cool. Oh, or he's like, she hey, directed. I don't know what's if it's the one debut, thing in the world you've always wanted? And she remembers when she was a kid, she wanted a unicorn. He's like, all right, cool. Wait, you've... Does that Samuel L. Jackson in it also? Yeah, yeah. Samuel yeah. Jackson's the dude that comes out to her. It looks very interesting. Watch the trailer. Go and find it and watch it. Whoa, weird. I yeah. should probably watch Room first, it, though. It looks like a weird Please movie, watch though. Room. No. That movie's in it. It's so it looks intense. Ups- I don't, it's, it's very upsetting. intense. It's the same reason why I won't. I won't uh, watch uh, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight or whatever that documentary that's is. Different. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. No. Don't yeah. That. That. that, that that's... Don't raise a child in your basement. Um, and then movies out near you. Shazam. 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 Mm-hmm. Movie called High Life that looks really, really like noir and crazy about like people going to space and. Uh, 
the like a dude and his like baby like being the last survivors of this like ship. It looks really crazy though. It's it's a weird movie. Oh, that's the one with Pedro Pascal, right? Maybe. What's it called? I don't think it is actually. High Life. And then no, I'm wrong. The best of enemies. Yeah, the Pedro Pascal one looks really cool. It's Robert Pattinson. Um, that's Robert right. It's Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Uh, and then the best Edward of enemies. Star, uh, another Star. interesting looking movie. Which one? The best of enemies. Cool. Uh, it's about desegregation in like schools and a sheriff that also is played yeah. by a really good actor. Oh, I mean, I looked this up, but I didn't write it down. This is the guy from Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Sam Rockwell, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. And Taraji P Henson. Did you include Pet Cemetery on there? No, I didn't. Good catch, dude. Wait, is Pet Cemetery widely released? Great catch. What? Pet Cemetery coming out this weekend. And am I going to convince no. Paula to go watch it? I'm gonna try. You're not into it? Not at all. And it's because they cast that one guy that I just can't, I just don't like him. <laughs> the guy who was in Terminator Genesis. No, John Lithgow. How dare you? He's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, John weird. Lithgow's amazing. No, You're I just totally don't, I don't right like that one that. guy as the lead actor. I like him in other stuff. I've seen mm-hmm. him in stuff, but I just don't like him as a lead. Now it's time for your topics. So last week I asked, do you want Apple TV Plus? A lot of people said no. Just no. Did anyone say yes? Uh no. Not that. Uh, <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, so Ron said, "I hate to say this, but I'll never get Apple TV Plus because there's so many original streaming services, and the only shows that, that grab my attention are based on IPs I already love, like Star Wars and Marvel and DC. Disney Plus. Ron, maybe try some new stuff. It's interesting. Uh, Mike Town." <laughs> <laughs> Try live your life right. But why? Why are you looking at me like no, that? Just, <laughs> that's good. Mike Toundro, um says both the Kamal and uh, oh. I can never say his last. And then John Nani, Kamal Nanjani, that Nanjani, a Little America, and Taika Waikiki's uh, Time Bandits. Waititi, no. you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, would get me to sub for a limited time just because I adore their work. I have Netflix, which included with my T-Mobile plan Prime. And Hulu, live TV. I rather Disney. Uh, I rather Disney take the fourth slot for a limited time with Mandalorian and its MCU shows. Hell, I'd go Criterion with their stellar content first before Apple. So yeah, not a lot of people really into Apple. You know what else people don't use a lot? The phrase "I'd go, I'd go Criterion on that ass." That's you know what I mean? Not enough. Not, not often enough. enough you you know? gotta use that all the time. I yeah. go Criterion. I'm on gonna that. use that next time, all the time I have the opportunity. Cool. All right, so now we are going <laughs> to Well, what's to, uh what's next week's bronze? Oh, next week's bronze is has to do with our next with our big topic which we're going into next uh which is Shazam. What do you think about it? Did you enjoy your, it? Give me 140 characters. Give me your review for Shazam. Did you enjoy it? I'm very excited to watch I'm it. I'm very it. high hopes. I'm going to see it on Monday. Are you really? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll give you my second impressions next week. Your, your second impression? Yeah, you get the first impressions on the, the show right now. I'm going to give you second impressions. Remember when IGN used to do like a second review? Mm-hmm. No. Because they were worried that the first review wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and now cut to me and Barrett live. Oh, what a different time. Oh, hey, welcome, guys. Um, I hope everything is running smoothly and that transition went good. But here I am, and Barrett will be joining us momentarily. He is currently setting everything up so that the stream continues correctly. Can you hit start? There it is. All right, as always, we're going to be doing our review. The first five or so minutes are going to be top-level stuff. 
just do we recommend it or not? And then afterwards, we're going to go in there real deep. Yeah, we're going we're gonna we're go gonna go real deep. Spoilers. What's up, Kev? This is like the first show we've done together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I asked you if you wanted a lower third that I could make come out with my phone, but you were like, nah, this is cool. Yeah. Thanks for making I don't it want. I don't. I, I, I don't want people following me anyway. No, you know? no, untighten it. Untighten it. Yeah, I'm trying to. No, untighten it. Untighten uh, the base. There you go. There yeah, you got go. it. You got uh, it. Uh, <laughs> so last night we both separately went to watch Shazam. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, just to give some context here, no one's in the office right now. No, so, it's, uh, literally it's literally just, just us. us. Yeah, no one's uh, running the board. So I have Amy Gills on standby in the chat. Let me know if the uh, if um, anything goes wrong. Anything goes wrong, and then got I can it. go and try and fix it and stuff. But yeah, we went to go see it uh, separately last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd bought tickets uh, for the bef- eight thirty show. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I I don't want to stay up that late. And, and even it, doing the seven fifteen, going to the seven fifteen, I was like, man, I'm tired. Yeah, I I totally was, agree. And the movie is not a short movie. It's not. It definitely um, does not feel like a short movie. So I think we got home at eleven thirty, mm. and mm. Um, you know, would I have rathered watched it a little bit early? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But it makes it easier uh, for Paula. The runtime was yeah. two hours and twelve minutes. Yeah, felt longer. Felt a little longer. Felt a little long. Um. So yeah, what are, what are your uh, surface level impressions? <sighs> surface level stuff. I loved it. Yeah, I legit just enjoyed almost every moment of it. I thought it was so much fun. This is what I want. From my superhero movies, I want fun, and that's what this movie gave me. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, we were talking about it before uh, we came on here. It's, it's a definitely like the last couple of movies have been a huge tonal shift for the mm-hmm. universe, and in this one, I felt it especially mm-hmm. where I wish we could have gone back uh, specifically with this movie back before this whole universe started and maybe start the universe with this movie because I think That'd like really cool within the context of this movie it sets up like its tone and uh, like the universe within this movie well and it would have been cooler to build off from here rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. Man of Steel which didn't feel like it was trying to set any like a bigger universe up but then they did anyway uh, but yeah it's super fun Zachary Levi was like there's very few people who like when you see someone play a role, you're like, oh, like they this were meant for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zachary Levi nails it as Shazam, and uh, the kids are fun. I I don't know any of the uh, the actors' names for the kids. I'll, I should probably pull up by him. One of the kids was the one names. who was in It, and he was yeah. He played Freddy. He was, one who, uh, posted, <laughs> he, he was the one who we all love. He was the one who posted himself smoking uh, marijuana. Oh, did uh, he do that? Yeah, he did. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, but um. I think it's the friend Freddie, right? What you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Alyssa pointed out to me last night. He's like, oh, he's one of the kids from It. And I was trying to remember. I was like, who is he? He's oh, my the, God, he's yeah. the kid with the cast. Yeah. And he looks so much younger in that movie. Like, he so grew the much fuck younger. up yeah. in, like, two, Growing three happens real years. fast. Yeah. Some, some grown-up kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what did you think about the movie? Yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think there, there were some, like... Not overall pacing issues, but there was like just a couple scenes where it's like, all right, we're we're, we're running a little long here. Like, um, there like a couple scenes where it's like there are great moments throughout like this like sequence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think we still could have like caught a little little stuff here and there to like still nail these scenes, but give it a little like less uh, time where I'm like impatiently trying to pee. I don't know if they felt long because I had to pee or I think maybe. I mean, well, I mean <laughs> there, were, there were some shots and we talked about this earlier yeah. uh, today. There were some shots where it's like uh, these both could have been cut down. Mm, There's mm. two specifically ones, and we'll get into them when we're talking about spoilers, where it's like, this could have been cut down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, I thought they did a good job making the movie fun. Right. Yeah, and I like, 
I felt like they made characters that, like I liked. Yeah, so many characters that I liked. Or it's yeah, like this, this is- reminds me in a weird way. I'm going to compare this to to Guardians, um, not in the sense of, but mainly in the sense of like this movie is really just about the hero. Like they do some stuff with the villain, um, and I don't want to like spoil anything too much. But like, I didn't feel like the villain was super important, and that didn't like bring it down for me at all. Like mm-hmm. Ronan in Guardians wasn't super. He was just he was mm-hmm. a bad guy doing bad stuff, and the the appeal of the movie was uh, seeing the heroes come together, and the appeal of this movie is. Uh, Shazam and um, what's uh, the kid's Freddy. name? Um, or the actor? B- Billy, uh, like kind of learning oh, right. like what like his responsibilities are and like messing around with these powers. Like yeah. we've seen in trailers of them, like ah, oh, let's see if you can fly. And he like goes up a little bit and falls. And uh, there, there's some more stuff uh, around that I want to talk about when we get to spoilers. But yeah, uh, yeah it's super fun. The 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 best friend Freddy was hilarious and awesome. And yeah, I'm. This is like the first movie that I've watched for the DC where I'm like, I'm kind of excited for the future. If like they build off of Shazam more, like I'm so definitely a hundred percent. Um, I now I actually really enjoyed Aquaman. I know you're not a big fan of it. I enjoyed Jason Momoa in Aquaman. I did I th- not enjoy. Aquaman. I thought it was a fun movie, and I think both these latest DC movies mm. are fun. Yeah, and they're filled with so much fun, and it's like. Cool. This is what I want from this universe. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it sucks that it's taken them so long to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying to you, uh, I think this is by far the the best DC movie all around. Like, I really love mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, but the third act kind of like falls apart. Aquaman, I think, has so a lot of issues, so uh, but Jason Momoa kicks ass in it. But uh, yeah, I think like throughout the movie, it's like. A solid plot. You understand stuff. There's like a little things here and there. Where I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't get that. But um, fun performances. Yeah. There's like some like melodramatic stuff. Like every once in a while, it's like, all right. Yeah, there was there was <laughs> a couple of moments where it's like, man, they are overacting so hard. But I mm. think that the the movie and and like you said, there's a couple moments also where it's like, how do they know that information? But I think yeah. that the movie is so much fun that like I don't care. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm just gonna have fun with this, and and, and that's cool. Like we've had those issues in the past before with DC movies, but the like the the quality of the rest of the movie didn't let us forget those things. Right. I was like, oh Absolutely. man, like well, why why is all this stuff happening? But then Shazam, it's like it's so fun and like it's the performances are great and all that stuff. So the little things, you're like, ah, who cares? Right. Uh, you know. So I'm I'm excited that DC is slowly but surely learning. Um, but we'll we'll see in the future. If they if they nail it with future movies, you uh you ready to go into some spoiler territory? I'm ready to go into okay, some wait, spoiler before territory. Before we do that, before mm-hmm. we do that, would you recommend people go see this movie in theaters? I highly recommend people go see this movie in theaters. If you're not doing anything this weekend, go see it. If you're not doing anything next weekend, go see it. Um, I yeah, I think this is a good old fun time for the entire family. You know what I'm saying, Kev? I I really 100 percent agree with that. Um, I think that this movie. It like I hope it does well because mm. it certainly has a lot of heart and it's it's really fun. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're like I don't know I'm kind of on the fence, go check it out. I really think it, it's something worth watching. And if you are at our bronze, uh, tier. bronze tier on Patreon, uh, please send me your 140 character review. I want to know how you guys felt about it. All right. Now Bear, why don't you go up there and turn the little spoiler button on so that we can start discussing spoilers because they're coming. Um, let's see. Ah. All right, tight. We can't see it, and it probably won't be up to. No, no, no. I can't see it. 
I can't see it. It won't be up for the YouTube version, but we have time codes there. So if there's yeah. any concerns. Uh, I, I have a time thing right here. So I'll mm-hmm. put in the time code uh, for YouTube and uh, audio listeners and all that good stuff. So my first question to you is how much do you know about Shazam going in this? Uh, all, almost nothing. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I've never liked Captain Marvel, which is his name. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that at no point... Do they say his, his like superhero name? But yeah. like that makes total sense with Captain Marvel being a Marvel movie that just came out, right? Um, but uh, I, yeah, going in knowing almost nothing about a, a superhero is, is so interesting. I like all I know is that his powers are on par with like Superman, yeah, and like being like such a Superman, but like fan. Mm. I've always hated Shazam because <laughs> it's also it's all magic based but I right. think that it's such a good job introducing that into this world. Right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think like knowing the very little that I know about Shazam as a character and seeing him in like the I hate to say this the most I know of him is like basically from Injustice and like Injustice 1 and like seeing like his character and like learning about like oh he's a kid and he turns into a superhero and stuff like I think they really nailed the like this kid trying to like like of course a kid today when he gets these powers is not gonna go and like fight crime and stuff like I he's mean, gonna he like was trying but well, like it's just eventually one of those things, like how do you figure though. that out well, yeah like there was like the the first day where like you know the the guys are robbing the the store and he uh he like messes them up and he but I love the moment. That, this the scene right before that like where he comes out to those two guys and one of them shoots him and they have that very serious like Oh, oh shit, no. you're bulletproof. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, shoot me again, yeah. shoot me again. So, so funny. So fun. What, what a great concept to have two kids be like, hey, now one of us has powers. Yeah. Let's make a YouTube channel <laughs> and like put that stuff online. That's it's like, some yeah, Tim that's Getty's exactly what right kids would do, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I think they nailed that aspect of it. I, I thought like the opening, like the two kind of scenes that I had, uh, like I was like, all right, this is getting a little long was like the opening scene where they open up and it's like in the 70s and um, Shazam or uh, with the, the wizard Shazam has, uh, has been looking for someone, a uh, peer of heart to defend the seven sins from uh, our our world, yeah. and um, pick a champion. Yeah, and so this kid Thaddeus is like uh, in a car, and his uh, dad and her, his brother are fucking horrible, horrible to him. Horrible fucking human beings. Um, and so he gets like brought into the that realm or whatever, and he's like, ah, you need to do a test though, and you need to like not uh, be sucked in by the the seven sins. He obviously like gets sucked in, and uh, this fails is our, the test. Yeah, fails the test, gets kicked out, and like starts freaking out. But like cripples his own father by accident. I know, and like although I don't necessarily think that was his fault as much as like why would you like start screaming and fighting? But like this is the dysfunctional family he comes from. Yeah, and so we're we're building our villain here, and I like there were moments where I was like, all right, this is a little long, but like it still kind of surprised me. Like even after they kind of swirl out and stuff, and they're the middle of the uh, kind of intersection, and then out of nowhere a car comes and fucks them up. I was like, oh damn, that got me. Uh, But yeah. and then we go to uh, Billy Batson, who has uh, been looking for his mother, which uh, yeah. was, um, I loved the whole kind of plot here where, like, how he remembers that memory with rose-tinted glasses where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I want the tiger. And she's like, you know, like, I'm going to get it for you. Like, I'm, I'm trying and all that stuff. And uh, her giving him, like, the little... Um, uh, it was a compass little ball compass Compass. thing and she was like yeah you can use it to find your way home and then later on when Billy actually finds his mother and she has no memory of the fucking compass and like so uh, 
that that was heartbreaking. That man. was heartbreaking. This yeah. this movie has a lot of beautifulness to it. It's got a lot of heart, but man, does it also have a lot of like heartbreak. Yeah, because like that scene was devastating. Yeah, I knew yeah. I knew stuff trouble was afoot. Like even like Alyssa and I looked at each other very early on, like when he can't find it. Like his mother never came to like find him and like all the stuff. Yeah, like Alyssa. Uh oh, we got a delivery. I'll go, I'll, I'll go get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, like we said earlier, we are totally unprepared for any like thing that come and, and shake up our day. Like a normal UBS package where someone else would just handle it. We are the only ones here. We don't buzz them in. They won't give us their uh, package. Um, but yeah. No? Nothing? Oh, okay. You know what? They was probably UPS delivering and just dropping it in. We'll grab it gotcha, later. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, where was I at though? Uh, Talking about uh, the, mom. the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you knew there. Yeah, yeah. Alyssa and I were looking at each other like, yeah. There's no fucking way she did. Like, she's either dead or she abandoned him. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is fucking ridiculous. And then like, but it even was like, dead would be like, how did she die that immediately? You know? Mm, yeah. She yeah. would have had to die right away. Um. And so the um. Yeah, like that whole sequence of like him going and like right when he gets into the building and you like hear people arguing in like an apartment. It's like, oh, she's still not in a great place yeah. and like her reasoning for it. And this was like, I was a little confused where she was like, I was 17. You were like three. I was like, did she have this kid at 14? Yeah, I guess so. Um, people do that. But yeah, it was like, but then they kind of like made it believable of like how young she was. She got kicked out from like uh, her family kicked her out and uh, the husband was, or the father was in jail or left or whatever he had wanted nothing to do with it right yeah. and um yeah and then she when she looked at it like him being taken care of by the police she was like this is the better life for him yeah. and stuff and um i love that like and that kind of tied in with one of the main themes was like uh like you got to find and choose where your home is and mm -hmm. like that in that moment he was like i'm gonna go like i gotta go back to my yeah, real I family i just wanted to say hi yeah, yeah. Just, like, oh god. god that whole thing yeah heartbreaking yeah um but like yeah it, it brought a lot of uh heart to a movie that was for the most part comedy yeah and it, like it had those little glimpses and it just it got very real for a moment and i like that they were able to do that mm. without it feeling super out of place right yeah um it, it tied together well uh mm. but with the comedy though man like these kids are fucking hilarious mm -hmm. uh you got uh i think the the youngest um the kid who was playing like with his oh. um, oh, the, Eugene, the, yeah, uh, was playing with the games the entire time, and when they all come together and become the Shazam family at <laughs> yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. where he does the Hadouken, so good, great, and, and I, just, dude. The the little girl was oh, one yes. of my favorite characters, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, there's a there's a big moment where uh, Shazam figures out, oh, I, I can give this power to my siblings, yeah, and they all become and like the little girl, there, what she must be like six. I mean, she goes to the same school, but like, yeah, is that, that like a weird. K through twelve? That must be a K through twelve because yeah. the oldest sister was going to college. Going to college, yeah, she, yeah. you gotta imagine she's like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, um, yeah. That little girl character is just Darla is her name. Darla. That's yeah. right. Darla is just every time she like chimed in, I was like, "What's Darla gonna say?" A good yeah. a good sister keeps secrets. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh, some <laughs> great moments. Um, uh, 
Now, just to go back really quick to talk about some of the problems I had, mm. there were, like, the, the pacing issue. The, the That first scene with Thaddeus yeah. was really long. I think it could have been shrunken down a little bit. I feel like everything with Thaddeus was just like, all right, like, let's yeah, get back I mean, to this. It wasn't about him. It right. was This was an origin movie. Mm. Thaddeus is very much, oh, he's the negative Shazam. Yeah, it's the phase yeah. one Marvel movie, like, yeah. trope of, like, oh, you got to fight the bad version of yourself. And then at the at the end, the other scene that was a little long was the actual fight against uh, him and the seven but a lot of great moments throughout that entire sequence you know yeah so what I was gonna say typically the, there's a big problem with uh, superhero movies especially like DC too with yeah, the, the big third, gray monster yeah third it's, acts and stuff the like third that. act is always this big gray monster that like you know doesn't matter it's just gonna overpower but what I like that this movie did different mm. was that we had the reveal of the Shazam family where he right. makes everyone Shazam and oh, like or, so you know cool. have the power of Shazam in them and that moment where he's like all right say my name Billy, <laughs> fucking awesome! It's like it's no, like, no, no say, say, say the name <laughs> that I say. <laughs> yeah, like just like great comedic timing everywhere, it's sprinkled throughout this movie, and even when they like uh, all get the powers, and um, someone throws something at Darla, and she goes like, like avoids it. She's like, I think I can go really fast, and <laughs> yeah. uh, um, uh, the but I thought that was a cool twist on uh, like the big gray character, uh, the big gray villain. Yeah, uh, just because it's like it, suddenly it made it about dis- them discovering their powers because they all had like unique abilities. Right. Unlike Shazam, where he kind of had all of them. Mm. Um, so I just that was cool. Yeah. Compliments to to DC for kind of making changing that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there was. Yeah, one of my favorite shots uh, in the movie is when he leaves the the mom's place and he's like, "Oh, I got to go save save my family." It's that shot of him running off the the building, jumping and doing the Shazam, it's and him turning so into him mid mid air yeah. was so fucking tight. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, if any anything else uh, that stands out in this movie. There is some the uh, melodramatic scene yeah, was the, the Thaddeus uh, going to his dad's the uh, conference. Yeah, yeah and where like, he murders right. everyone, and it's just like the, there was a dude outside. <laughs> While it was funny, yeah, and I think that that kind of helps it. Yeah. The, the overacting in it was ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. It absolutely was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like cool to see them all like work together, and it's, like even before that, when uh, he's Shazam and he saves the older sister, and like it, it was cool to see him like okay, like in this weird way where I'm a superhero, I can learn how to be a part of a family and uh, connect with mm-hmm. my older sibling and all that stuff, and it's God, it was so dope. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, another thing that kind of was like. There are a lot of moments where it's like, how do they figure out so quickly that yeah, Thaddeus like, can get hurt without the seven sins in him? Right, and how did they also know that they were the seven sins? I, I don't think that was like discussed in front of the rest of the kids. Did Shazam the wizard not tell them? Not tell Billy? Well, he told Billy, but there was never a moment where Billy was like, ah, those are the, like, he's he has the seven sins inside of him. So it was just like, when they... Again, it was like a minor yeah, point yeah. where I was like, I don't think they've talked about the sins in that whole plot yeah. in front of the rest of the kids. Um, but yeah, it was like, God, the the, mo- the coolest moment was when they all turned to Shazam and the rest of the movie was just also, so Also, being that cool. I know so little about Shazam, <clears throat> I didn't know he had a family. I didn't know the Shazam family yeah. was a thing. Uh, Alyssa was reading up on it last night, and it sounds like this whole like take on it was uh, based off of the New 52 run, okay. uh, which is uh, cool to see that, you know, Mm-hmm. Even though the new 52 run is uh, kind of very recent that people are kind of already starting to adapt stories from there. Yeah. So I love the new 52. Another thing that is interesting that uh, there are the seven sins, but only six 
of the like Shazam family. Right. Yeah. yeah and there's, I, like, a, there's I think, a missing sibling. Yeah. And it gets a little confusing because, yeah, the theory is it's uh, Black Adam. Black Adam. Uh, but it's also confusing because if Black Adam was the original champion, like they were like inferring, um, then it would be, yeah, like yeah. if they're implying that Black Adam was the original champion, then Black Adam would have had six other brother and brothers and sisters. Right. So who's that seventh? But if if Black Adam never died and <clears throat> still has the power in him, interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah, maybe that's, that's why they they uh, they didn't have it. It was interesting that uh, there was the character Pedro, which I feel like. They only was there because they needed a sixth guy yeah. and like barely contributed to this. I think he has like there's one that, line there, where he's there, like, cool. Well, there was that one moment where it was like, oh, he's th- throwing away a, a paper where he got like an F and whatever mm-hmm. and that never got brought back. And I was like, no, no, no. Th- but like that was used to be uh, to grab attention the, to his notebook where right, he had right. all the addresses of his mom. He could have just been throwing anything. Like, I love that. Yeah, they were like specifically he's like, ah, he's not doing well in yeah. school and they never bring it back up. Um, yeah, the uh, one of my favorite moments was the uh, um, when they're trying to sneak out of school, like after like the first or second day. It's like, oh, you like your parent needs to physically be here. It's like, oh, like there's my dad, and then it like, goes and just, shazam, and then goes back in. It's like, ah, oh, this is I'm the adult man. And I just came back from the business, the business. office, <laughs> and then we get that another great moment where it's like, oh, this is the great security you tell you always talk about, and he's like, oh no, that's the other one. This is the one that sucks. <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I, I don't know the actor's name. What, what's his name? The kid that plays Freddy? Um, Jack Dylan Grazer. Jack Dylan Grazer. Jack Dylan Grazer. Man, he got them comedy chops. He does. He, he is, really does. Yeah, uh, he made this movie like so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, um, hold on, I'm looking up because there's some uh, definitely some important end stuff here. Uh, I think the first thing to easily talk about is the and the post credit scene mm-hmm. where they're like uh, where he's trying to talk to fish. And uh, another so, so funny. funny. <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up because there is one more thing I wanted to say. Every time we see Freddy, he's wearing a different like uh, superhero shirt. Yeah, and where he's he, like his Aquaman and um, <laughs> Batman and Superman shirts on, and it's just cool the way that like they're like, oh, this universe is real, and mm-hmm. like this, these are a couple <clears throat> kids from like you know that aren't in Metropolis or yeah. Gotham, but like they're still like, oh man, Aquaman's cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's like. Like, what kind of power is that talking to fish? It's like, dude, Aquaman, you can control everything in the ocean. He's like, Aquaman sucks. <laughs> it's like, so fucking great. Yeah. And then the uh, the last scene, because, like, one of the big things was uh, uh, when Billy was being shitty the, and, like... The... The the, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the lunch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah like, the, the the fish scene was the, mm. the, the was the last scene. Yeah, that was the post credit. The, the mid credit scene was the one you're I think about to talk to. About. No, really? uh, the the mid credit scene we'll get to uh, in, in a sorry, second. Sorry. But uh, yeah, one of the main things was like uh, missing this lunch that uh, Billy was supposed to have with Freddie as Shazam, uh, and oh. uh, that didn't happen. And uh, that becomes a whole thing, but I love at the end where he like comes and he's like, ah, look at my buddy Billy or uh, Freddie and what's up and like, what's up kids? I've never met, but like you guys seem cool. And it's like, oh, I like it. I, is it okay if I brought a friend? And then the fucking Alyssa gasped so hard when Superman walked in. It was a gasp, and it moment. was very unfortunate that they could not get um, what's his face to, to come back just for a second, man. Uh, here's the thing: they couldn't get Henry Cavill to come back, but they didn't even try to get someone whose torso <laughs> looked like it. I would be like surprised so if it was like a mannequin with like a muscle thing on, because it looked so bad. But what a cool little like thing to throw at the end yeah. to just be like, oh, whoa! And that's uh, that goes back to my argument earlier of just like. 
like, um, I think this would have been the cool move, like the cool first movie to start this universe. Absolutely. To like slowly tease of like the Batman toys and the all of the uh, superhero gear and all mm -hmm. that stuff, and then bring Superman in and not show his face at the last second. It was, uh, it was it, that was really cool. And then the um, mid credit scene, uh, we got to tease uh, early on in the movie when um, Thaddeus is a kid and he goes into like the weird realm. We see a caterpillar uh, in, at the beginning of the film. Uh, we see a caterpillar in a jar, and then uh, when Billy comes, uh, we see that the caterpillar is no longer there. And so at the mid credit scene, we uh, get Thaddeus uh, riding on the walls, being he's, crazy. He's, he's trying to make that the to the open the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to that scene where uh, he's talking to the scientist, and she touches the door and just fucking burns up. Why did it burn her and not him? I don't know. Yeah. Who fucking cares? It was like a very dramatic scene because yeah. it just came out of nowhere. Suddenly, like, this this girl is just dead that he was talking yeah. to. Um, and then uh, uh, some weird, like, voice comes in and is like, ah, you, you uh, like, mortals think, like, this is the only way to get magic and you're so, like, closed-minded and stuff. And then we get a shot of the weird caterpillar and they're teasing the weird caterpillar to be a villain. And that caterpillar, if you didn't know, because I didn't know, I had to look it up, is Mr. Mind. Mr. Mind. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I hope we get more of these movies. Um, yeah. There was also the uh, when uh, Shazam, the wizard, mm. is explaining things to Billy Batson. He kind of shows, like, he does this magic thing where he can kind of does holograms yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah. Gold, golden sparkles. And we see that, like, yeah, there was a, a champion that went bad and released these seven sins. Yeah. And that, to me, it looked like that was The Rock. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. vaguely enough, like The Rock, uh, yeah. where they can uh, maybe pull it off if The Rock mm. opts out of being uh, Black Adam yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to maybe get someone but else. If this, if these movies, <laughs> if Shazam continues to be as fun as it is right now, yeah, I'm in, dude. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in, and like adding The Rock as a villain in one of these would be awesome. Would be great. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, I got this from Collider. Uh, in the comics, Mister Mind works through the Monster Society of Evil, a team of supervillains, and one of the first supervillain teams comprised of villains that the hero had fought previously. As what the fuck? Keep going. In, in the comics, uh, Savannah is frequently a member of the Monster Society, so it's no surprise that in the post-credit scene for Shazam, Mister Mind comes to recruit him. So he might not be a villain in the next one. It might be like a um, a slow build of him like making a team or yeah. whatever. So that'll be interesting to see how they uh, building how they the Sinister Six. Yeah, the Sinister Six versus Zam, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> any any other big moments or anything? Uh, anything else that I want to bring up? I I just overall this this movie had me laughing almost the entire time and yeah. I, I feel like the whole theater was reacting the same way and it's just like I'm not saying that DC can't make any serious movies and I like I honestly like Joker could be really cool yeah so I hope that they like they put a lot of effort into making a Joker a good serious dark movie mm -hmm. but also if they keep putting out fun movies I'm gonna more than like they're gonna change my perception on it. unfortunately the movies that have come out you know I'm not a big fan of yeah and I think but, that like, this the, certainly starts to sway my opinion yeah and I think that's a, a problem with everybody trying to be the Nolan of the DC movies now mm -hmm. and uh, without having anything really important to say and I think that's what has been the problem with the serious sounds like I love like the Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies, but um, I think you run into a problem when there's 
really no commentary or anything important to say in these movies mm-hmm. uh, when you take this darker tone. Well, and I think starting off with a lighter tone like Shazam would have been a smarter idea for this uh, for this universe. And then builds his stuff like um, what they try to do in uh, Man of Steel and whatnot. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I feel like a lot of uh, DC was maybe hurt a little bit by Nolan's trilogy because that those yeah. movies are so good and so well like yeah. regarded. That and he was over it, and he decided he wanted to leave, which know, makes so. sense. I mean, like if you got a story to tell, and then there's no more passion afterwards. You like you told your story. Yeah, it's it's time to move on. Yeah, and like no one wants to do something that they're only kind of into. Right. Um. So that's that's. That was the right call for him, I'd say. But uh, I just think it's unfortunate that 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 kind of got everyone hyped up for a darker, more realistic, you know, DC universe. Yeah. Uh, Um, Borzin00 in the chat is uh, quoting, hands, lightning from my hands. God (laughs) fucking damn it. This movie's so good. Yeah. Like the, the him putting all the videos or Freddie putting up all the videos on YouTube it's just it feels very like teleportation tests yeah. secret uh, fire invincibility so tests so funny <laughs> uh, yeah but like that just feels like something that like we would do if like Cool Grey got superpowers we would absolutely be like alright let's figure these things out yeah yeah um, yeah I'm I really like Shazam, uh, and obviously, if you're in the spoiler territory, you've seen it. And if you if you haven't, you're a crazy person. Um, well, if you haven't, and like, hopefully, this motivates you to go see it because yeah. I really think it's worth seeing. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to bring up about Shazam? No, I think I, I think I said all I had to say today, mm-hmm. Kev. Mm-hmm. Is it time to take our pants off? No one else <laughs> Let's is in turn the, the lights off first. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go back over there. Do you want to close out the show? Yeah, I'll try my best. Okay. I believe in you. But we want to hear what you think, too. At uh, the bronze Patreon tier, please give me your thoughts about Shazam. Keep it to 140 characters, nice and short. Um, I want to see if you liked it, if you enjoyed it as much as I did, or if you hate it. And if you hate it, tell me why. It's uh, it's easy to just say you hate something. <laughs> Explain it, you know? Um, thank you for watching Screencast this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to catch more of Barrett, you can follow him on Twitter at SadBoyBarrett. Yep. Not kind of funny, Barrett. Nope. Sad boy Barrett. If you want to hear my thoughts, um, I always do my little mini reviews when I go to the movies. Hopefully, I'll go to see Pet Cemetery this week. Uh, you can follow me at kind of funny Kevin. Um, go to the movies. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna end. Go to the movies. That, that's how you're ending. Yeah.